Identity uh, is a big thing, and even today there's such a thing called identity theft. People get into computers and they steal a person's identity, and by doing that, stealing your identity, they can get your money and all kinds of things. It's a little frightening. Identity is a very big thing. When I was a baby and was baptized, um, my mother wanted to name me Perry. I'm not sure why, I think she maybe liked Perry Como, but I was number five out of six and we all rhymed anyway. We were Larry, Perry, Barry, Terry, Jerry, Gary, Mary, my mom, and Eddie. So maybe it was that, just wanted the rhyme. So I was given the name Perry Dean Liker. Now, there was an old Irish priest at the parish where I was baptized and they uh, had a little scuffle, I think, and my mom wasn't much of a fighter, but she insisted on Perry. It wasn't a saint's name, and that was a big thing in those days. You had to have a saint's name, but he permitted it. But more astonishingly, my godfather, my uncle Blackie, wanted his name to be my middle name, so it would be Perry Edward Liker. But my mom said, no, it'll be Perry Dean Liker. So my uncle Blackie went back to the priest and insisted that that name be in there too. So my baptismal name was Perry Dean Edward Liker. So from the very beginning, my identity was a mess, all right? I mention it because identity is a very big thing. And we are asked to identify ourselves as sons and daughters of God, to identify ourselves, to understand that our identity, who we are, are sons and daughters of God. This is a very important identity to, to, to understand and to appreciate and to celebrate. And Jesus does it so well. And first of all, even in the first reading, we see what God does when he identifies people. He does it through his son Jesus when Jesus would call people by name. But as often was the case, there was a renaming Peter was renamed. Abram became Abraham. Saul became Paul. And in the renaming, like giving a baptismal name, or in this case, my uncle insisting that his name be included, that's my official name, Perry Dean Edward Liker, even though my mother opposed it. Renaming someone, giving a new identity or a fuller identity, and oftentimes the name itself broadened the identity. Well, we have Jesus claiming an identity. Not only I am the Son of God, He is my Father, I am His Son. And there's no equivocation, there's, there's not even a question mark around it. This is who I am. But then He says what in the burning bush with Moses, when, uh, when Moses said, who shall I say sent me? And the, in the, the voice out of the burning bush, God says, Tell them, I am. And this is the identity that Jesus takes. I am. And it says, the scriptures, they picked up stones to throw at him for blaspheming. Well, is it blasphemous for you and me to say, I am the son of God. I am the daughter of God. It's a bold, bold statement. But that's what we believe. We are so identified with God. His grace flows with us so deeply, flows within us. His spirit is poured over us and into us and through us so deeply that we are told to identify that we are God's sons and daughters.
And I say to you and to myself, when we claim that identity, claim it, that's who I am, everything changes. We have to begin to see the world with a different responsibility. We have to take very seriously the words of Jesus. That's why becoming his disciples means turning our life around. That's why we have to do things that we don't want to do. For example, like forgive people. I see it all the time and I see it in myself. When I get hurt, it's hard to forgive. It's hard. And I don't always do it 100%. I don't always do it right away. I don't always do it perfectly, probably never perfectly, but I am committed to at least this much, to say, Jesus, you've asked it of me, I want to try. Do I want to forgive that person? No, but I'm willing to try. I had a priest friend who used to use this phrase. He would say, and I'll use it in terms of forgiveness, do you, do you forgive that person? He said, no, I don't forgive them, and I don't want to forgive them, but my prayer is I want to want to forgive them. You see, forgiving them is here. Wanting to forgive them is a step before that. Okay, I really want to forgive them and eventually I'll get there. But I'm not even here that I want it yet. So I pray that I want to want it. <laughs> and it may sound silly, but I think that that's the process. Beginning to want it takes some time and prayer, and sometimes that's why we have to pray so hard, God, give me the grace to want it, because I don't even want it yet. I don't even want it. And what if that's what this 40 days of Lent is about? Wanting to want what Jesus asks us to do. Wanting to want it. That's a good place to start if we notice that our lives don't look like Jesus. Let's not pretend and say, okay, I, I forgive and call that forgiveness when, when the name comes up and we still, maybe we don't have to want to want it. We have, what, about 10 days before Easter? We're entering Holy Week on Sunday. We're going to read the Passion of Matthew and then the Passion of John on Friday. We're going to be shouting, crucify him. We're going to have a whole bunch of identity stuff going on in us, identifying with Peter, denying Jesus, identifying with Judas, handing him over, identifying with the crowd, crucify him, identifying with the people mocking him, identifying him with Mary standing by his side in love and in silence. Whole bunch of identities to touch, to grab onto, to allow to become real in us, and they're probably all the truth, all of them. But underneath it all, you and I are asked to hear Jesus today, who identifies so deeply with the Father. All week we've heard him say, the Father and I are one. He speaks to me. He gives me the truth. I can only speak his truth. And the more that we grab onto that identity, we are truly sons and daughters of God. The more, I think, the life of God will swell up and grow and deepen within us.